hand. She gave me in the penis. I like the house to cold. Scares me when she's driving And that always causes a fight I like to fuck in the morning And I like to fuck at night Sometimes it drives me crazy All those things you do You're a big fat gentile And you're a dirty Jew Hey guys, welcome to the Perfect 10 Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm here with the very funny, amazingly talented, super sweet Darren Carter, the party starter. Hey, Darren. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for remembering the rhyme. That's good. (laughs) It's hard to forget it. I know. It's it's kind of a good idea, right? Darren Carter, party starter. Like, I used to just not even say that, and then people are like, you're the white guy, or you're the redheaded guy, so I don't know, it's kind of silly, but it works. Yeah, no, yeah. it's totally awesome. You're the, you're, you're the party starter. You come in <laughs> and you make it all happen. Yeah, and I think it kind of works that my outlook on life is kind of upbeat, and you know, and also stand-up is sort of, you know, hey, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be fun, and, you know, that, he's a party starter, then you just go out and drone on, and like, get this guy off, let's go start a party somewhere else, is it a slumber party? You know? yeah. It's so fun to hear you, like, I love when you can just, like, go into the music, like, I don't know how you do that, like. <laughs> I, I wish I could do what you do, like actually like do s- constructed songs with the guitars and funny lyrics. Yeah, I just... <laughs> you know what's funnier? I swear to you, this is so weird. That actually gets more of a laugh than if I did a, a, a this beat. <laughs> For some reason, the upper... <laughs> It makes people want to laugh more. I don't know what it is. I I, thought like, I mean, well, first of all, let me explain. I, I tell a joke and then I do the beat sometimes. Like, for example, I'll do a little, a little one-liner. Like, hey, I was in Scottsdale, which is like Beverly Hills, uh-huh. or whatever, and um, I see a lot of trophy wives, and sometimes they wear too much bronzer. It looks like they came in third. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the like the yeah. music just makes yeah. it. Yeah, just like oh, it's kind of funny. Oh, it's even funnier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah. I don't, like, I, when did you notice like you could do that? That's like the beatboxing thing. I was, I, I probably, st- oh gosh, I started that when I was about fifteen, sixteen. You know, annoying but everyone I, around. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just like harmonica playing or, or playing pencils on the drum. Like it's entertaining as heck to the person doing it, but people around them really aren't that impressed. And then know? like everyone rolled your eyes, and now you make a great living yeah. doing it. Yeah, you make like a living doing it. And I don't call myself. I like people go, dude, you should beatbox against. You know, I, you should battle my friend. He's a beat. I'm, dude, I don't. I'm not a beatboxing, but I, I'm good. In a stand-up arena, you know, I would imagine that it peppers the act. Like, I don't consider myself like a, a mouth percussionist or whatever the word would be. But it's really cool, especially with certain sound systems, man. I've been able to hit this new one. It's like a, uh, a Harley Davidson motorcycle where I can... I don't want to... Can I try it on here? Yes, I want here. All right, let's see if... I don't know if it would work on, on your thing, but I go... I actually start it. I go... Can you hear it? I can't. Okay. It goes... But then I start it... And then, you know, I don't know, is that a Kawasaki 250? Is that a Harley? What do we... It's the only one person here has the headphones on, so I'm just trusting your... The ladies might like it, but... (laughs) (laughs) Take those earbuds, insert them somewhere else. Let's do this. This is really dumb. Why am I doing this? Like, no, it's hilarious. Yeah. I picture the complaints coming in. I didn't like that motorcycle thing. Oh, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe even better, I really like that motorcycle thing. Yeah, like how creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at the beginning of the episode, you heard that was my son, August. August. He's adorable. He's so sweet. Yeah. But we tried to, I try to keep him off the podcast because I'm like, I don't really need him on here. But <laughs> yeah. then it's so damn yeah. funny when, uh, when certain things happen. So, um, so April had just kicked him in 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 his little 
three-year-old balls. (laughs) And uh, he was very expressive about what had happened. That was cool. I mean, that was cool that you guys had a recording of that, you know? Well, it happened in conjunction with one of my best friends being over here. She's like Uh a relationship... I, I don't know what to, how to describe what she does. She's a personality. Yeah. I've known her since second grade. Wow. And she's an amazingly talented author. She's authored multiple books. She's on a TV show in Canada where she talks to people about things in their lives. And like she's a really neat person. And so she came over to... Um, well, her new book that's coming out is How to Cheat on Your Husband with Your Husband. Oh, that's and cool. Yeah, so like she that. does like relationship stuff. And so I, to- I we asked her yeah. if she would help counsel my kids and sibling rivalry, see if we could <laughs> help them wow. get along a little bit better. And so yeah. that was the purpose of the episode. But um, you have a kid, right? Yep, yep. Um, remember little uh, Austin? We went to Universal yeah, Studios. Yeah, that was so... Yeah, he's, he's just turned five. He just turned five. How old are your children again? Three and five. Three and five. Yeah. So yeah. and uh, April's the oldest one, I believe, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. August, yeah. So they they how they you know, they fight a little bit. They're actually amazingly good friends and their fighting yeah. is like pretty few and far between. But every now and then there's some sibling rivalry and yeah. daddy's not here right now. So right. that's that's kind of challenging. I mean, they don't yeah. really they they think rehab is the greatest place on earth. My daughter's like, rehab is <laughs> awesome. Cause yeah. when I take them out to visit him, they get yeah. to like play outside. They've got balls. It's beautiful out there. And wow. they, they get to eat like tons of good food. It's it, so they think rehab is like daddy's having a great old I time. Hope, I, hi Ralphie, if you're listening, man, <laughs> I, I miss you. And I think about you and, when I um I found out you were in rehab and and away from your family, I really my heart really went out to you. I, I'm like, wow! I I just know what it's like when I've had to do weeks back to back. Even though I would come home from Monday Tuesday, it's got to be heart wrenching. You you know, it's something you have to do to make yourself better, but to be away from your home and the ones you love and your children and just your regular lifestyle. So, you know, I'm I'm glad that he's you know going to pull through this and and get better. But um. I yeah. could imagine how hard it would be on everyone involved. Well, you know, you I'm, know. I like to let people kind of get a little update with the podcast yeah. every week on how he's doing. So he's do actually doing really well. He doesn't have too much longer at this facility where yeah. he is now, which, by the way, it was amazing. When we brought when we pulled up to it, uh-huh. I looked at him. I said, did you ever think you'd be this successful? Because <laughs> it's a yeah. Malibu rehab. It's like really yeah. nice. And he scowled at me. But um, <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> but he's doing really good, guys. And yeah. um I'm very, I'm very excited to f- have him come home. He's going to come home for Thanksgiving, and then he's going to go. Oh to wow, a, that's cool! Yeah, now yeah, I'm really excited. And then he's going to go to another place, which is not just focused on the mind, but also on the body. So it's uh-huh. like a very um, intense, like workout type yeah. place where they, you know, they get there at eight and they don't leave until seven, and they learn about food and their bodies, and they and they work out all day long. And wow. so yeah, that's a thirty day program, and and then he'll be back out on the road. Do you, do um does he like to work out or do you guys work out together at all or is it something that or no? You know I, he does like working yeah. out. He was on Celebrity Fit Club and that yeah. he he did great on that. Um, and I mean he likes to exercise, but for him, yeah. exercise hurts. I mean he's yeah. he's got a lot of broken bones in his body. He had a major car wreck when he was 16, 17 years old. Yeah, I remember and that. and then he's hauling around a lot of weight on top of his body. He's not he's not a huge guy and to right. have all that weight on you doesn't make it easy to exercise. So it's just putting one foot in front of the other sometimes that's the biggest challenge I think and Yeah, so. it's 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 tough, especially when like you said you're dealing with pain. I mean, you know, it's not just like not something you're uninterested in. It's like it physically hurts to you know, to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. anyways, yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 hopeful that um, that he's going to continue to get better. Like he definitely right. looks better from when from the day to, f- to which we dropped him off till now. It's he's a world of difference. And like there's ups and downs still that we've been having, yeah. but the the downs aren't as far down as they were when we started, which is kind of an interesting way to is think he, is about he, it. Is he um is he totally like not uh is he off like the internet and stuff too, or is he able to like a little bit every yeah. now and then you can get on. I mean, they they don't allow you to have access yeah. to your mobile technology very often. Right. Like it's that must be helpful. It must be weird, but like helpful. He's not on his phone very much, but he's still getting like a lot of stimulation and and uh-huh. getting a lot. Of, I mean, it's it's awesome for him being out there, and it's therapy. You know, he's he's getting a lot of great treatment and we had our own little version of therapy here with andrea coming over and and helping the kids work through a little bit of their sibling rivalries <laughs> nice. so. yeah. i can imagine putting two kids on the couch lay down we don't want to we want to jump on the couches <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well it's pretty funny here check this out 
10. All right, so with us right now, we have a relationship coach who is also an author who just released a book called how to cheat on your husband with your husband. Did cheat I do that on right? your husband with your husband. That is correct. All right. Andrea Sertash, I've known you my whole life. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm concerned. Okay. Everyone in Hollywood has some sort of a coach. Now, April and August, my children have um, been, you know, having a little more sibling rivalry lately as April mm-hmm. went into kindergarten mm-hmm. and left August behind in preschool, causing a little rift in their relationship. So, Would you mind coaching my kids a little bit through this? Absolutely. I am going to employ some of the techniques that uh, we use with couples. And uh, I think that will be extremely effective with a three and a five-year-old. So (laughs) I'm really, I'm really, especially as they're, you know, ripping ripping apart the kitchen table. April and August. Today's issue is that they're playing Kung Fu and April took a kick at him and hit him in the privates. And that's what you heard at the top, right? Yeah. <laughs> that is what happened, indeed. I heard. You heard it. You felt it, August. You didn't just hear it. And uh, kicking in the privates, metaphorically speaking, Lana, is something we often do in our marriages <laughs> when we're frustrated. We kick our husbands in the balls. Like literally, no metaphorically. No, like, well, some, some lit- people some might. literally, but often, hopefully, metaphorically. But still problematic. Still problematic. Hmm. So elaborate. So. So anytime, <laughs> you know, one of my basic relationship principles, August three and Lana, three inches long. Wow, that's a weird segue <laughs> from what we're talking about. Um, one of the um, relationship principles I have is that people want to be challenged, not changed. So, okay, so the problem when we kick our husbands in the balls, we're, we're essentially saying, I want to change you. I want to make you more like this and more like that and more, and it's naggy. And the husbands do that too. It's not just on us women, but uh, husbands kick us in the privates too, and it's not a good thing. We need to respect our differences, respect each other. Right, August? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So he agrees. August can teach us a lot. Howie, that still hurts. My penis still hurts. Can you? <laughs> I, wish, I wish this weren't just audio so people yeah, could, they see could see the magic that. that's August happening. August just came along and took April's book away, and April just is tackling him. So, see, so in, you can see clearly see, there's see, in an a partnership, issue. August and April, in a partnership, we need to compromise. We need to learn to work together so that both of our needs are met. Both of our needs. Both of our needs are met, August. August is being I don't know that you're getting through to them, Andrea. You know what? I think, uh, you know what, April? Sharing. Sharing is a really, really important part of a good marriage and a successful union. Sharing. Sharing. August sometimes takes my stuff so mean, mean, mean August. Well, you know, April, that's a really good point. In in relationships, sometimes our spouses, you know, piss us off. They take our stuff. They don't respect our needs. Um, What is a nice way, what is a nice way to ask? Yeah, nice. Uh, what's a nice way to ask um, to ask August for April for your for your needs to be met? April, April, how do you think how do you think um, you could get your ne- your needs met? <laughs> this is this has happened with real life couples. I have definitely seen this behavior. This is nothing nothing new. What I want to ask August something. What is something you love about your sister? Nothing. Oh, no. Nothing? April, what are some things you love about August? Nothing. I, I happen to know that's not true. It's not true, Lana. No, Tell I Tell me, that's what not do true. they love about each other? I, I, I see love nothing. here. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> April, that wasn't a nice thing to say at all. <laughs> They're throwing fruit. <laughs> There's a domestic dispute. It's our, a domestic dispute. All right, hold it on. Really Let's is. take a little intermission okay. and then get them to a place where okay. we can actually talk. Okay, so we're back. Things are a little cooled off. You got to see the worst of it. They're fighting over something really silly, right? Really so silly. So let's... Nothing silly. But, but Lana, that's April... Eight, 
April and August raise a great point, Lana, which is that there are no silly feelings between in relationships, and we all need to uh, respect our, you know, listen I to, to silly. Our, each other's voices. It's a basic human need for all of us to be seen and heard and acknowledged, and August and April do that really well. So <laughs> I, I absolutely, you know, think you're right, April, that you had those feelings, you let them out, and now we're calm, and it's great. Okay, so then let's start again. What do you guys want to do? Let's well, maybe we should uh, talk about, I don't know, like what are, what are your favorite things to do together? Because in, in relationships, we need to remind ourselves when we're frustrated what we really love about the person. What do you like to do with your sister April? Play? Play? He said yes. He said yes. April, what, what do you, do you like, like to do, do with your brother? I don't want to talk right now. Talking, I, talking is a really important part of a relationship. Or shutting down and shutting not talking down doesn't help the situation. Shutting down can create. <laughs> I just want to, I just want to illustrate that um, August is banging his head with a plastic hammer, and there are moments in a relationship where I feel like doing that with my spouse, and it's totally normal, August. Totally normal. August, why are you, why are you playing with the hammer like? <laughs> Why are you hitting yourself in the head with a hammer, August? I don't know why. <laughs> he looks really funny. He's funny. That's the thing you love about him, right? He is funny. And you're and, funny. And, 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 <laughs> and I love him. He's my best brother. See? And, and, okay. and what else? What else, April? You're doing he great. Loud. And I like playing with him. See, but April just taught us a great lesson, Lana. What's that? Which is that when we oh. focus on when we focus on the positive, which we could so easily lose track of when we're hitting ourselves with a hammer <laughs> in a relationship. When we focus on the positive, we remember why we fell in love. And so April took an opportunity to remember August's humor. August's uh, playful spirit. It's great. Well, they're back. They're back playing well. They're back again, together, together, essentially. They're back together. Now April's got the hammer, and everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. What else could you suggest in a relationship, Andrea? Well, I think. I think sometimes when we feel like hitting ourselves with a hammer. We have to take a time out. We have to learn from kids. Take you know, a time out. I put them in a time out during our little break, and yeah. I put them in the right spot. Makes a big difference. I, I threatened a toy. I said this toy could go goodbye. And That's then exactly true. Snapped into Although if, you're, if you threaten a toy, taking away a toy from a spouse, that will not go well. <laughs> um, but if you uh, take a time out and when you're really heated mm -hmm. and you, like, you can walk around the block, you'll, you'll be surprised how differently you'll communicate when you're back. So they, they are teaching us a lot. Andrea, thank you so much for coming over. Thank, I thought you gave great advice. That was awesome. <laughs> yes. I, I also want to give props to April and August who shared some great insight today. Ten. <laughs> that was so cute, man. And I like how your friend kept their, her composure and was treating them like a married couple. It was almost like a, a nice little radio skit that you were like, you were poking them with sticks or something, you know, like right. say that now and do that. And, but that was so cool. And that was cute how they, how they were turned around at one point. I love him and he's my brother. <laughs> so sweet. Man. Well, they do love each other. It's sort of funny because I think that at the beginning of the segment, it seemed like they knew exactly what they needed to do. Like they knew yeah. they, they, they got wind of what we were doing and yeah. immediately started in on a fight because they weren't fighting until Andrea started <laughs> talking about it. And then they that were was like, cool. all right, well, it's time to perform. <laughs> <laughs> I know my, my son's like that too. He likes to, you know, he, he knows when it's time to perform. Like he puts costumes on at the house and he watches TV and imitates Elvis and different performers, whoever it is. And his new thing now is um, he likes... Uh, he likes to get my goat, right? So he's like, hey, Dad. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you're bald. I'm like, what? I go, I have a lot of hair. And he's like, you got a lot of bald. Oh. Like, yeah. And I run around. And you know when you play that got your nose with your kid? Like, got your nose. And so I play like, I go, give me some of your hair. And I like pull some of his hair from the back. And he's like, no. <laughs> and he giggles. And 
It's really, it's really cute, man. Like rip his hair out of his scalp. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you bald, you little. Yeah, you want to? I go. You want to go bald in the back? No, no. <laughs> it's like it's called hereditary. You get it. You'll be yeah, here you'll one be day, there. kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that darling story, Darren. It's just like child abuse. Yeah. Give me your hair. I scalp my own child. <laughs> but guys, don't get depressed. <laughs> you see the beatbox. See. <laughs> Has he started beatboxing yet? He does a little bit, and and uh, um, but not really. He does a little. He goes like that, and then um, <laughs> I, I try not to do it too much. And in fact, I even wrote a joke about that because my wife was afraid that when people go, "What's your name?" He'll answer, "My name is <laughs> Austin." <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, he does a little bit of uh, he, he imitates me, man. I mean, now it's it's so it's you know that's the kids they go through that phase, and it's it's great. Like in the morning, he. He's like, let's put on red boxers. Like he wants to wear red boxers, like me if I'm wearing red boxers or whatever color. And and uh, it's it's neat. It is it is like a little mini me, you know. It's mm-hmm. like it's really. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. What can I say? Yeah, it's like yeah. the best part of like. Yeah, it, it is. It's, you know, because I I grew up. Um, you know, I'm adopted, so. You know, and I, I have roots, but it's a little different because I grew up in a foster home, and I would hear about my. You know, I would hear about my real f- dad, and, and and I didn't really get to meet him until oh gosh, maybe like ten years ago. Really? Know? Mm-hmm. How was so? How, like, yeah. D- did was that something you sought out to meet? Mm-hmm. Did you meet your uh, your birth mother as well? Yeah, I, I knew my birth parent. I knew my birth mom, um, and her grand her parents, which is my grandparents. I knew them uh, up until I was around maybe eight or nine. I would get to visit them every other weekend. How like? Yeah. It, it was an open adoption? Yes. Or yeah. Was she a young mother? Uh, yeah. She, she was, was in and out of prison. Like, Ooh. like a whole, yeah. In and out of prison. Uh, you know, my whole life. She died in prison. She died, um, about like I said, about 10, maybe 11 years ago. And then that was, I decided right then and there, like, okay, you know how you have these things that you're going to do one day? Oh, one day I'm going to, whatever that thing is. One of them, those things that I wanted to do was look up my real dad. You know, I wanted to go, I wanted to look him up. And, and I, I, He's kind of a figure, you know, my hometown. Um, he used to be a Hell's Angel, you know, back in the 60s. And he drives these classic cars. And his name is, you know, his name is Elvin Ray, E-Ray. And he has personalized license plates. And so people were like, hey, I've seen your dad's car, you know, E-Ray. And they would, so I knew there were sightings of him. And one day I actually looked in the phone book and, and saw his name. And I was like, but I was too scared. I wasn't ready. It said E Ray, and it had a phone number. And this that was back in the early '90s. I was I was too scared. Um, but when my mom died, I thought I better take this opportunity. And so, you know, I, I looked him up, and in the phone book, I went back, you know, and I found him in the phone book, and I called the number, and his friend answered, and and he's like, "Yeah, Elvin," and he goes, "He's out right now. Who is this?" And I told him who I was, and he goes, "Oh, he'd really love to hear it. You know, he'd love to talk to you." And and I was very, I was super nervous to make that phone call. Oh, I'm sure. You know? Jeez. I mean, can you imagine making that phone call? It's like, I was like, I'm going to make the phone call. And my mother-in-law, she gave me a lot of encouragement. She's like, you know what? If, if he doesn't want to be a part of your life, bad for him because, you know, you're, you know, and then she said some really nice things. But, yeah, so I made that phone call. And get this, he, um, you know, I, I didn't know what he was going to be like. I knew he, all I knew about him was Hell's Angel and he's tall and, you know, that's all I knew. Went in, I knew he was in, you know, went to prison for like three years or something back in the day in the sixties. So I didn't know if he's gonna be an asshole, badass. By the way, all that, you know, is that was his earlier life. Like all he does now is he's a very super nice, very apologetic. Almost every time we have a conversation, he's like, um, "Well, son, you can't go back and change. Uh, all we can do is go for go forward." And and you know, I, I'm really sorry. I wasn't part of your earlier life. You know that kind of thing. Wow. But, yeah, but my dad is 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 uh, you know, turned his life around, and he's not like he, you know, he's not like that at all. Like that's it was interesting. I'm glad he's not like that because you would, you would hate to like you know meet someone you know hey you're my dad and then you find out that they're still, you know, running with that kind of people and doing crimes and going to prison and you know that's not something you could even want to be bothered with. It's amazing. Like out of all that craziness, something awesome came out of it, which is you. Like that's. Thank you. That's really kind of cool. 
Thank you. Thanks for saying that. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you say. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Fuck <laughs> this, man. <laughs> fuck this yeah. shit. This yeah. is bull fucking yeah. shit, Lana. <laughs> this is what that is. This is fucked up yeah. shit. So you need you need to have a little uh, Andrea counseling and whatnot, huh? <laughs> you, you always think about that one day. You're like, one day will I go to a therapist? I don't know. Maybe I, I think that I just went last yeah. week because of Ralphie being in rehab. I just I just went. It was good. The Laugh Factory one, or no, your your friend, your friend, the therapist. Huh? Oh no, you, no, no. Because <laughs> oh, I think Andrea is the uh, no, no, no. Andrea's a friend of mine. No, oh, like a bona fide like oh. licensed. Do you know therapist. about that? That they have therapists up at the Laugh Factory on Mondays. You can get comedians can get th- free therapy. No way. I think her name is Andrea. Maybe not though. Really? I think it also is. Yeah, maybe that's the name that you get. So you can go to the Laugh Factory and get free therapy. Yes. Do people line up for it? Because I, I don't know. Isn't that why you go to the Laugh Factory to get on stage <laughs> and get free therapy? Yeah. You know what Paul Rodriguez said? It was pretty funny. He goes, you know what? We don't need therapy. We need jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Therapy is very hmm. first world and white, I feel like, a lot. I mean, it just, yeah. it's expensive and it's like very narcissistic. Oh, that's true, huh? But it it yeah. it's somehow makes you you know you to feel better, I guess, at the end of it. So I guess it works. You know, I had a friend that was gonna that w- he's gone to therapy and he, he he swears it's helped him. You know, yeah, it helps you with your relationships. You know what else can help you with your relationship? Sherry's berries. Has too much football kept you in the doghouse all season? <laughs> Score a touchdown with your wife, girlfriend? Send her sweet, delicious, dipped strawberries from Sherry's mm. Berries. Giant dipped strawberries, Darren. They're giant dipped strawberries from Sherry's mm. Berries, and they started at only yeah. $19.99. They're fresh, juicy, mouth-watering. And the dark chocolate toppings, white milk chocolate, holy shit, covered in decorative swirls. I ate some Sherry's Berries, and they were fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had Sherry's Berries, Darren? I had one once. At a, uh, we did a, a radio promo, and they had a basket there, and and it was it was something like I'd never tasted before, like so good. Uh, did you know that they have Sherry Berries that look like footballs? They paint the strawberries up; they look just like footballs. How about that? <laughs> so next time you're watching the game with the family, order some football berries. The wife and kids will think you're awesome. Act now. These delicious gifts sell fast. Order today to access offers from Sherry's Berries. Call. 866-FRUIT, F-R-U-I-T, zero, Z-E-R-O, dash two. Or even better, visit berries.com, B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in Ralphie. You've got to see these enormous berries for yourself. (laughs) They're they're enormous. Go to berries.com, click the microphone, and type in Ralphie. Don't wait. Order now. You know what? We used to have... um, Yeah, I like that you guys have sponsors. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, we're working... We had um, Adam and Eve as a sponsor on our earlier episodes. We didn't sell a single dildo, Darren. Not a (laughs) single vibrator, egg, dildo, pocket pussy, nothing. (laughs) If you're listening to this podcast right now... None of you ordered a single dildo, <laughs> according to adamandeve.com. So we are wow. failures at that. You know what? That was worth a try. The thing is, is we don't make any money for doing yeah. this, and it costs us some money. So let's see what happens. You know, I'm not trying to shove stuff down people's throat unless you want to bury stuff down your throat. But uh, Chocolate-covered football berry. <laughs> yeah. But what we do want to shove down people's yeah. throats is comedy. And um, what we have now is something very funny. Um, we have a, a new segment of black guys fucking fat white chicks. Listen to this. It's hilarious. Okay. Black guys fucking fat pie chicks Putting their thirst for that jelly fix Stewing those hogs with the big black dicks It's black guys fucking fat white chicks Ooh, that's nice! Uh, my opinion on why black guys date a lot of fat white women Because uh, they're easy <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, why do... Algebra when you can stay with addition. That's basically how it is. You know what I mean? We don't want to evolve to, we don't want to challenge. You know what I'm saying? And fat white women don't represent a challenge. Easy prey. Easy prey. Myself, I grew up with uh, big women. My mother is big. My sister is big. My grandmother was big. My neighbors were big. My teachers were big. 
And so eventually, who am I going to be attracted to is, is big women. So do you have, do you prefer being with large women? Nobody prefers being with large women. <laughs> it's just, you know what I mean? It's just your option. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no one goes out seeking big women. It's just something you, you know, you adapt to. Do you consider yourself a big woman magnet? Like, like you're not a big guy, but the women kind of get like stuck in your force field? Like, yeah, I don't know. You, some, you know, I don't know what it is. Like, do I, I got bacon clone or something on, or I don't know why big women just, <laughs> you know, flock to me, but. Does that help if you've eaten bacon? Do women like no, more fat no, women? No, no, it just <laughs> help. If you, you know how to get big women is you look, um, you look at them in the eye. You know what I mean? Because most men don't look big women in the eye. They, you know, it's like seeing a retarded person. You look the other way. But black men look fat women in the eye. Well, maybe because you don't want to look down. <laughs> yeah, well, shit. No, you don't want to look down because you already see, you see what's down a mile away. <laughs> that brings us to the best part of the segment because we want to know you've <clears throat> had personal experiences with banging fat white girls. Yes. So please share. All right. So uh, I used to tell all my friends, you know, to get get some money out of it if you if you got to endure Fucking the fat white woman. You might as well get something out of it besides pussy. So, you know, the perks of fucking the fat woman is, is getting some money. Oh, so, wow. one of the fat girls I met on, uh, of course, Plenty of Fish. You were on Plenty of Fish? Oh, hell, still on. You use You're it as a it? past tense. I'm still on Plenty of Fish. Really? That's, yes. like the, that's like the dirty, dirty one, Plenty of Fish, right? Like, there's a lot of dirty. I'm guessing, is it a notch above Craigslist? Would it? Uh, Plenty of Fish is just a site where uh, women go to find. It's like uh, it's like eHarmony, uh, but for fat women. Plenty of fish. <laughs> but it should be called Plenty of Whales. <laughs> that's all there's on there is big, fat, hungry, hungry. Horny motherfuckers. Wow. Okay. Is on you know, but hey, if you if you de- determine you fuck, you can fuck some fat bitches on there, right? And that's where I met this one girl. Well, I was on plenty of fish, and she you know came over one night. Never when I see this is the thing with with fat white women. This is another perk about fucking fat white women. You don't have to do anything. You know what I mean? Ain't no date. Ain't no movies. Ain't no calls. No text messages. You know, you ain't meeting nobody I know. Just come over and get fucked. You know what I'm saying? So this one girl I met on Plenty of Fish, you know, she would come over and... How big know. was she? Ooh. <laughs> she, was, she was up there. She was about 5'3", uh, 3'10". Uh, oh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the bitch was built like a square. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she was she was a big girl. But the thing about I like what I liked about her is she dressed nice. So she took a lot of pride in her appearance? Uh yes, she did. You know, which I I liked a lot, but I really didn't give a damn about it cuz she was just going to sweat it out anyway. <laughs> but uh, you know, so we she came over. We you know, we fucked about four times. Then I ran into a little financial problem. Four separate times. Yeah. Four, four separate, separate occasions. Yeah, I, I can't go. <laughs> please. I can't go four t- times in a row with the big bits. <laughs> That's a lot of work. That is a lot of work, okay? Because not only are you trying to hold her legs up, but my legs shaking like a motherfucker, too. It is a physical <laughs> workout, fucking big bitches, especially her size. Wow. Because, you know, I would try to, most men just, you know, try to just, hey, get on, get on your knees and go doggy style. With a big girl. Yeah, with a big girl. Because you don't have to hold anything up. Right. But see, in order to get as much money as you can, you got to try to make them feel small. Oh. So, you know, I mean, you lay on your back sometime, I get on top. You know, turn over on your side, I hit it that way. Get doggy style, I can hit it that way. But ain't no motherfucking way you getting on top of me, though. But... <laughs> All the other ways we can do it, but and you ain't getting on top. You got, you know you fat, so don't try to, don't even suggest it. So the t- trick is how to get money out of a fat woman is you ask her, can you borrow $200? You see what I'm saying? Right. And, of course, she wants the dick. So what's she going to do, say no? Right. You've already, you've already given her yes, some. She wants I, more. Absolutely. I re- I've already made her happy. And she thinks she's going to, might, on the off chance, she might get the money back. No, she knows she damn knows. well she ain't getting that money back. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Did I you just, tell her why? Did you say, oh, I need yeah, the money I for whatever? Her, I gave her a good-ass excuse. I told her I was late on my rent and I needed some money. Since you're on your way over here, stop by the bank on the way. 
and, you know, deposit, you know, take $200 out. So she came over, had the $200 in a little envelope, too, and, you know, right after I fucked her, she said, oh, I got something for you. And it was $200. Wow. And, you know, she ain't never heard back from me about that $200 again. You know, just, I just don't mention it. If she don't bring it up, I don't bring it up. And so you never saw her again? No, no, no. We fucked, you know, a couple more times until I moved up to Los Angeles. This was down in San Diego. So, Uh you know, I just fucking up and bounced on her ass. And she ain't never heard from, I haven't heard from her since I moved to Los Angeles. Ah. But she knew she wasn't going to get that money back. You know what I mean? Do you, you, do you have a new hustle in L.A., or did you, you're you still working on one? Yes. I haven't found uh, a big girl club yet. I've heard about one in Lone Beach called Club Bounce. <laughs> really? And so I'm going to hit that. Yes, yeah, Club Bounce in Lone Beach. And I, all you do is bounce off those big bitches up in the club. So that's why they call it Bounce. Is it a, it's a club, like a nightclub where you go and you get big girls? Uh, yes, exactly. No way. And, of course, it's full of black people and Mexicans. Because oh it's club bounce. And, you know, Mexican people love fat white women, too. Is it for the hustle as well, or is there a more? No, that's just for the fun. Oh. You know what I mean? You, you go to club bounce for the fun. You keep fucking them continuously for the hustle. See, fat women. What about fat men? Not fat men, fat women. No, fat men just, fat men buy pussy and jack off. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's the saddest thing in the world right there to be a fat dude because they just jack off and buy pussy. <laughs> but a fat woman, what do a fat white woman got? Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? See, it ain't, it ain't a, a species out there chasing fat men. But if you fat, no matter where you are, it's going to be a brother that will fuck you. For the hustle. For the fun and the hustle. You know what I mean? Because some brothers, see, the reason why I fuck fat white women, of course, too, is another reason why. is because I know that I'm going to dick them down. Dick them down? Yeah. What does that mean? That means fuck the shit out of them. And then you know what that means? That you can get anything from them, right? <laughs> After you've done that? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Fu- see, fuck the shit out of them means they can't take the dick. They can't take it. They can't handle it. Yes, there they you go. Fucked them down. Yes, dick them down. Dick them down. Yeah, keep that in your repertoire. Dick, dick them down. down. Yeah. Is that down. is that an expression that I should know? Like, is that or is that your personal expression? No, that's, that's an expression used. Uh, you dick know. them down. Yeah, dick them down. Dick, dick them down. Love it. Absolutely. Thank right. you so much for sharing. No problem. Okay. <laughs> Any fat white woman live, you know, that you know of. I will hook you up. Yeah. Club Bounce. Club Bounce. Y'all ever want to go? Everybody in here. Oh, my gosh. We are totally going to go to Club Bounce. Right, yeah. We are all in on that. They sell cookies and milk at the door. <laughs> it's black guys fucking fat white dicks. Ooh, that's nice. How funny. Dick them down. <laughs> Dick them down. I like how down. you spelled it out. D-I-C-K-E-M. Dick them down. Dick them down. Break and it Club down. Bounce? Did down. you ever hear of such Club a place? Bounce. No, I never, I never have, because no, you know, I'm a dad now, Club Bounce House, I've heard of that. Not, yeah. Kind of the same idea. Yeah, see, I, I like the idea that it's a bunch of chubby black people and Latino people, like, trying to hook up, and to me, that's just at every club in Fresno. No, no, Fresno. no, it's, it's like chubby white women. Oh, yeah, that's and right, the, that's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got kind of tired of that scene, but, I, you know, back when, I seriously, growing up in Fresno, it's like, okay, you know, I, I get the idea, you know. That was funny how he goes, uh... <laughs> There's no species out there. <laughs> that's a, that's designed the, to fuck a fat white man. For the fat white man. Oh. He's going to buy the pussy and jack off. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Actually, I think about, uh, if you're a fat dude, you could just like throw on a football jersey and be like, you know, oh, that guy must be a football player or something. Yeah. You know? I don't know. My husband's a fatty. I love him. But I didn't. It, it's true. I wasn't looking for a fat guy. I wasn't a chubby chaser, but there is chubby I, chasers. My wife says the same thing about me, about being a redhead. She's like, you know, you just got lucky. Like, it wasn't it wasn't like my thing. I wasn't like into redheads. Redheads you know? get a lot of flack, don't you? Yeah, you know, that's where that joke, it's a, you know, there's truth in jokes. Women like, what is the joke I say? Tall, dark, and handsome. Never pasty, pink, and wholesome. <laughs> you know, but it's, you know. Oh. <laughs> what I would love to hear, <clears throat> I don't know if you've done this yet, is fat white chicks 
who love to get fucked by black dudes. We're trying. You know what I mean? Trying. This, thank yeah. you, Darren. Like, yeah. if there's a fat white woman out there, I'm interested. share they, with me. Cause do they know? Do they know that they're being hustled? I mean, they got. I, I want to know. Yeah. I, but you want to you know? know. Yeah. It's easier to walk up to a black guy and be like, "Hey, do you like?" fat white women versus a fat white woman and be like, right. hey, look at you, fatty. Let's talk. Because <laughs> they don't respond well to that. There is one woman who's a friend of mine yeah. who might be able to give me a story, but is she's... She are you slowly, like, are you letting her just hear these segments? Uh, I just, I kind of mentioned it to her, yeah. and she said she had sort of a story that she could might share, but it was really, it's it's difficult Maybe coming at it from the other way. Maybe you guys telemarketing firm that can do cold calls. That well, way. <laughs> you know what? If there's a woman <laughs> out there listening to this right now, by all means, like, Get in touch. Go to the website. We got the Perfect Ten Podcast website. You can get on there. You guys should get on there anyways, but comment. We're always giving stuff away, Darren. We give away prizes. We give away a trip to Vegas. Right now, we're looking for the winner for wow. the next trip to Vegas. So we give nice. four away a year. And uh, But they have to subscribe. Basically, they have to kiss our ass. But um, <laughs> but you know what? Maybe yeah. maybe that's the perfect opportunity. Maybe we can bring a fat white woman to Vegas and really talk yeah, to her. Yeah, maybe they get a little liquored yeah. up. The, you know, the walls yeah, something. I don't know. I'm yeah. not putting out there. That's not yeah, necessarily yeah, the way it's going to yeah. go down. But yeah. definitely like get in touch with us and let us know because we're having a lot of trouble getting the other side of this story. It's, it's not know. good reporting. Yeah, I want to hear it. I want to find out. So you had a roommate, though. That, uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I used to have a roommate that would... It was uh, uh, a black gentleman, and uh, he would do that. He would he would like fuck fat white chicks, and <laughs> you know, they, it was crazy though. They would let him borrow his car. <laughs> he, got, he did the same thing, same scenario. Like, <laughs> not only did he get to have sex, he got to drive their cars and stay at their places, and they'd give him buy him jackets and all kinds of cool shit, man. I was like, I was a little jealous, a little jealous. You got to see no, the hustle in full yeah, effect, huh? Yeah, I wasn't jealous of the sex part, but like jealous of because <laughs> I was. <laughs> but I was definitely a little envious of the, you know, oh man, you get to drive a new car, and I'm, I'm still driving around trying to make it as a comic in my Yugo. This is, a, I don't if your listeners even know what a Yugo is, I think they stopped making them in like '91 or something. But it's this piece of shit Yugo. But yeah. So did you ever think maybe I should try and dick him down? <laughs> I never even heard of that until this podcast. <laughs> I hadn't either. <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was probably trying, but I didn't know that there was a word for it. That's so I've funny. never, never, you know, did what that, those guys do. So, well, you've never done that, but have you ever been pied? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Well, Darren, on the Perfect Ten podcast, we only pie those we love, those that we think are incredibly talented and funny, and you fall into that category. So you know the old school vaudevillian putting a pie in the <laughs> face? <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, I was thinking it was going to be some sort of like mathematical, you know, like 3.14, like some, <laughs> some new app that comes out. You know, you've been pied. No, it's, <laughs> a real, it's a thing like like with the whipped cream pie. Right. What do you think ever happened to it? Why did it go, why did it go away? It's it's wonderful. It is. It's funny. Soupy Sales, did he used to do it? Was that who it was? Soupy Sales. A lot would, of would different. Pie and then laughing and, you know, I, I, I think it's a good idea. You know what I thought would be a... a it's very clean and wholesome to do that. Uh -huh. I, I thought of a, I, I thought you know it'd be kind of funny like to to update that with like with the pie. I mean, actually, I wouldn't want to be the victim of this, but you know, almost like a dunk tank. What if like like on a quick like show like laughing or something, or, or or maybe a show like this, like rather than getting pied in the face, like what if just a bunch of shower of dildos hit you, <laughs> you know, just a shower of dildos. A dildo pie. Yeah, a dildo pie. Like for all those unsold Adam and Eve dildos. Just like <laughs> Smacking <laughs> someone in the face. Yeah, just all over like the fucking guests. Like, thanks, it's great to be here. <laughs> it's not like so dildos hitting. We went know. from wholesome pie to getting yeah. smacked in the face with a dildo, Darren. I don't know what. <laughs> well, no, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying I want this. I'm just saying <laughs> I, I just see how this is nice to hear this. <laughs> I see how everything is wholesome and it's gone to a dirty place in America. So I'm glad that you guys are bringing it back to bring you. And nothing's more yeah. American than yeah. well, apple pie. Oh, cool. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready. For, I, I think I am. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> oh God. It's classic comedy. Wait. Maybe we should tell like a quick joke, and then I should get hit in the pie. Okay. You want to tell a quick joke? Uh, oh God. Is that what the other guys did? No. Why don't you do a little beatboxing and tell us a joke? Oh God. Here it comes. Right. <laughs> Wait. Which joke deserves a pie in the face? Um, Oh, this one, because this one, uh, okay, I don't think this is that funny, so this one should be a good one. You know, I knew this guy, he had a... <laughs> Perfect. God, this is... Wow, this is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Do a little more beatboxing. <laughs> 
That's right. We're keeping it real. <laughs> All right. This is so cold. Okay. Darren, you're awesome. Thank you so much for being such a sport. (laughs) That was great. We should call this the pie cast. The pie cast it is from now on. On the 15th, I'm going to be in Brea. On the 17th, I'm going to be in Irvine. And then I'm going to be back in Brea on the 18th, which is awesome because it's the Perfect 10 show. I'm going to have a bunch of comics that we featured on this show, like the Twins and Diane. And it's going to be a really good time. So if you guys are in the area, please come out and support that show. So with that, Darren, every week we, we introduce a band. And this cool. week, live from the Mercy Lounge, it's Jason Eskridge. Early in the morning, in the afternoon, or late at night. Don't matter what the time, sweet, sweet love will make it. All right, sometimes you might need comfort from a friend who understands. Ain't nothing in this world fits your hurting heart like sweet love came. Cause I done looked around and I ain't never found nothing that came. Compared to the love that I get from my lady and the love she gets from her man. Sweet love, sweet love. I'm talking about sweet love, sweet love. Talking about sweet love, sweet love. I'm talking about Sweet love, sweet love. It may be up north or maybe down south in Tennessee. It may be east or west or maybe overseas in Italy. Jeremy Nixon on the keys. Y'all please give it up one time. Miss Murphy, would you please sing to the people?
Help us sing that right there. Thank y'all so much. I'm Jason Eskridge. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Perfect Ten. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit a Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends and... Well, you get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.